0: Ryan Sends one, a deep left, way back, it is gone! A three-run homer! In the entertainment capital of the world. Didn't matter what the
1: count was. It's the T.C. Martin Show. Harper, deep side field again. See you later! Oh, my, the world hits. We've never seen one on the back row out there.
0: It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor.
1: longest home run to center field we have seen in this ball. TC Martin. <laughs>
2: A happy Wednesday to you, TC Martin. Ballpark Frank, nunchuck Chuck on the other side of the glass. Do we have breaking news? Did you officially go with Ballpark Frank on your on your Twitter right now?
1: No, it's still VGK Frank. I've often thought about just putting it BPF Frank again or whatever, but then well, it, it came up. Almost as, everybody that knows me wouldn't know me. So on my on my feed, Twitter feed, it said
2: cuz you know when i you know we put you on there every day it's it came up ballpark frank instead of i said i think frank. years
1: ago somebody signed me up as a ballpark frank account but i never even knew that i had one <laughs> somebody so, so that's why somebody's in charge of your account well it's just like when yeah. i became vgk frank i was literally doing a show and they said yeah what's your twitter i'm like i don't have one mm. and then i said well what i think i might have one but i have no idea what it is so i think they were like well how about vgk frank i'm like yeah oh, okay fine whatever so but yeah i mean there might be a ballpark frank account and it might even be mine but it is i i have no idea so i didn't know if how you to link into it or do anything or anything else about it so. yeah
2: so i don't know if you uh like i said just changed the the existing one to that name or opened another one no, the or VGK, if that was an old one the
1: vgk frank was i guess my second one but i didn't even know that i had the first no, right. one and right And even, like I say, the VGK Frank, I didn't. I mean, I I couldn't stand social media when it came out. I'm still not a big fan (laughs) of social media. I realize everybody loves it. I also realize that long before the term fake news came out, like four or five years ago, uh, social media was full of fake news all the time. It just wasn't called that. So, again, I get where it's cool staying in touch with people. You get some breaking news. You also get a lot of stuff that you better not be talking about until you actually double-check and make sure that it's true. Yeah, you... How many people have died on social media that are still alive and kicking and doing quite well? How many people do we know that get on social media and get banned? <laughs> well, nowadays, a lot, uh, more, more than ever. It, 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 and I don't know if they—is it banned if you just get suspended for a week or something like that? I, I don't know how those rules work. I almost nunchucked you. You don't even realize. Had <laughs> numchuck. Uh, I think he's on a twenty-four
2: hour ban now. I don't know how Facebook or some of these social media entities decide uh, how long this ban is for. Like you know, my good friend Tony the Tiger Lopez, who you've you've got a chance to meet now in person. Last time I saw him, he was getting hit in the back of the head with a shovel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's under the palm tree, just like the uh, the coach from from
1: Texas too. Just like that movie needs to be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it
2: officially is buried <laughs> for right now. Ha ha ha. Sure goes, I still haven't got a chance to see it. Joe Sands said the exact same thing to me. He goes, so, so really, I didn't get a chance to see it. Don't worry. You Save that 99 minutes of your life. Now don't worry about it. wait a second, it. though.
1: Those people that are saying you put them on a list that they had the entire week to go there. Thank you. They had more than a chance yeah. to see it. They chose not to venture over there and actually see it. And I don't care unless you were in this building 24-7, you had a chance to see it. That is Like social media is full of fake news. (laughs) Yes, I don't know
2: how social media handles their their bans because Tony the Tiger Lopez has been banned for like months at a time and like three or four different occasions he has.
1: I don't. I don't know what makes you bannable it, right. either. I know. I oh, well. Like I've had some people come up and tell Like I'll see him like well. like a week. I'll, I'll see somebody post a thing on social media. Hey, I'm back on social media. Hope you didn't miss me. I've been banned for less yeah. seven days or yeah. ten days or whatever. And I'm like, I didn't miss you because I didn't know you were banned. But I don't check it every day. So right. Well, I didn't know either. Like, I had that question as
2: well when I found out that one of our own, you know, got banned uh or whatever suspended whatever you want to call it for for 24 hours i'm going like oh so let's call it the social media penalty box yeah yeah so <laughs> i mean you know my response was you know, TM, what? Okay, were you, were you posting video of Speed Dial 3 again yeah. or something like that? Were, and, were you posting OnlyFans before they go to PG? Right, right. And, and that's, <laughs> you know, I, I did the nice version because then what I was going to say was, what, are you showing your genitals again? You know, I was, I was going to go with that routine because I think something like that actually gets you banned. So I finally found out why... Uh one of our own was banned, and that's because of this post that I'm showing you, you know, right now. And I think I was pretty close with my joking guesses. Numbchuck posted a picture of a guy who's probably—I uh, thought it was Quake at first. Uh, Quake naked, and uh, we had the girl doing the reach around uh, underneath, and I guess her her hand got stuck underneath whatever that is. Now, know that's
1: she's probably it. looking for some food or something that was left over well, under there.
2: Caption was when she's looking for your blank. But it keeps finding old food that you were saving for later.
1: Oh, so she was a. Conf- See, I didn't even read the thing. I just assumed that's what she was looking <laughs> oh. for. So, I, I I knew a girl that used to wear this shirt, and I mean, she was like yeah. four foot ten and like all of like ninety five pounds yeah. or something. She used to wear a shirt that, on the front of the shirt, it had two rather large people, and they were both naked, and it showed that you know they were trying to get busy and on the shirt it said mission impossible <laughs> but hold on tc look at the year look at the year 2016 wait a minute you're being suspended
2: or banned for something that happened 5 years ago what's going on here how can they i mean where where does somebody find them? oh maybe somebody one of your arch nemesis reported you now steve Sachs has said that he thinks this picture is a is a cross between quake and pendleton I actually could see that right here.
1: I actually could see that. Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. Yeah. I, I have never seen neither one of them naked, to be perfectly clear. I mean, it'd have to be like Pendulette's uncle or something like that, because he is very much larger than Pendulette there. Yeah. But uh, I want to know, it's, are we doing the T.C. Martin Show version of Silent Movie? <laughs> Did Marcel Marcel just speak on the mic? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It was. He's going to be fined and suspended again by I, us. I think he needs to be banned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what, that was on Facebook and he got suspended or banned for it? Yeah, got banned for it. From how many years ago? 2016. October 2016. So basically, yeah, almost five years ago. Oh, well, wait till they go back to, like, 1998, and you know, because that's where they go back in everybody's timelines today. If you said something, I'm going to get banned for something I said in 1978 when I was working in a restaurant just when I got out of high school. There... I don't know
2: what the the rules are again, because I've never been I think they make them up as they
1: go along, but
2: for I don't see anybody on Facebook or any social media platform scrolling through any anyone especially numchucks posts from five years ago, so obviously somebody had to report it so you got a an arch nemesis out there that is out to get you
1: maybe there's somebody that's unappreciated that reported it. I think that could be the the case right there. <laughs> I don't know for sure. No, Now, wouldn't that... What a perfect day for Steve Sachs to be on with us. Was he banned because of the nudity in the picture, of the message in the picture, or because it's body shaming? I would say that's probably... I have no idea. I mean, in this the, day and know, age, I don't know.
2: I think because there's nudity in that picture, okay? Even though you really can't see any genitalia or whatever could there's the 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 implication that the you know we got the reach around going and she didn't come her arms aren't that long so it doesn't matter you know, if she's reaching for food I mean she didn't get any sausage I can tell you right there you know you know maybe, maybe, I don't know maybe some Canadian bacon I, I don't know what what, what it is.
1: I don't even know what that means and I don't want to think about it I, I it kind of reminds me of that old commercial that comp did years ago where they had the big heavy guy dancing and yes! said alright yes! if you don't listen next time we take yeah. off the shirt or something that's, that's the full Monty there but there's no Monty right that, that was a commercial that I used with my NWC commercials. Yeah, that and, was, that was and I know they, they used it on I think it was uh, the Loop in Chicago as well. So yeah, yeah it was around all the. But I figure people out here in Vegas might have remembered when P used it. What are we listening to here? What is this? Oh, it's Earthquakes theme song. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's twice he's talked. I'm in
1: Bizarro. World I'm today. telling you,
2: I don't know what gives him the the green light here. But is it I, Wacky he, he Wednesday? Went, to, go back to writing messages down here. There it is. Okay. Wow. Um, Anyway, who knows? All right. uh, Yeah, people get banned. Rachel Nichols, as our on the spot reporter uh, C. Wynn tells us, you know. uh, Did she get banned? Removed from ESPN programming. Now, remember, she was uh, relieved from the jump. You know,
1: during the NBA finals. Right, right, because she complained that she wasn't on the broadcast and said, no one's taking my job and this and that. And then it's like, yeah, they are. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) And again, there was uh, a little racist tone there because Marie Taylor was getting her job. And I think she made a comment because Marie Taylor was black. Uh, She posted this on Twitter. I got to create a whole show, spent five years hanging out with some of my favorite people, love talking about one of my favorite things. She's talking about basketball, of course. The jump was never built to last forever, but it sure was fun, more to come. She'd come to Green Bay every now and then. Okay. She would show up as an ESPN correspondent. Okay. She was an NFL correspondent back in those days. So she would go around to, you know, when they were doing the coverage and all that. Right. You know, ESPN was doing it. She was part of the coverage. Yeah. You know, you had her, you had Susie Kohlberg, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, I'd see her quite a bit. But then she got kind of uh, relegated to the studio stuff, and then she landed the gig, like she said, five years ago, uh, doing the NBA stuff. Says uh, breaking news here that ESPN has taken Rachel Nichols off NBA programming. ESPN has taken Rachel Nichols off of all NBA programming and will cancel her weekday afternoon show, The Jump. So now it'll
1: be interesting to see. Does she land in baseball, football, something else, or is this the beginning of being out the door? Because we know that ESPN has had a propensity recently to let people go had nothing to do with budget cutbacks with her. No, no, no. It's
2: for, for for what happened and I'm sure that, you know, she went back and said, "Hey, okay, are we all good now?" cuz it's it's been some time and obviously ESPN is not good with it. Don't know if her contract expired. You know, we don't we don't know, but again, this is off-season for the NBA, so you're going to make programming changes at this point in time, you know, for specialty shows like that. Again, there's no really reason that the jump should even be on the air at this point in time right now. They should just go into hiatus and you open back up in in October. Yeah, I think she's out of ESPN altogether. She's going to end up at a, a different network or platform or go to the podcast platform. You know, just like we saw Jameel Hill go through, her and ESPN were battling, and that's where she went. She went to more of a social media platform.
1: And you have to be able to reinvent yourself if you want to stay on top and successful in this business. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to maybe take a step or two back just to keep your name out there and hope that something else better comes along.
2: That's true. All right. So... We did a terrible Tuesday story. I let off yesterday with uh, the Allegiant Stadium situation on Saturday. We were talking about that, right?
1: Yeah, couldn't buy anything because it's cash. Right, uh, right. There's no cash, so and the computers were down to use credit cards or right. debit cards or anything right. else.
2: SummerSlam was there on Saturday. Fifty-one thousand fans in attendance. Four-hour, uh, you know, card there. People were hungry. They were thirsty. And uh, during a good portion of the event, they were not able to purchase any food or beverages because they had a cash register glitch. Again, like you said, it's a cashless venue, credit cards only. Lines were very, very long. People were irate, uh, You know, waiting for food, having placed orders, not getting their food. And again, some guys had to stay in line close to an hour. I mean, you're missing basically a, a third of the show at SummerSlam, and it was a bona fide nightmare. Then we also uh, mentioned that they had other problems as well, that the Wi-Fi was out, the PA system wasn't working, uh, they had to use portable PA equipment, uh, there were no pyrotechnics, which is a big deal for the WWE because uh, that is huge. And then we mentioned also that the toilets overflowed. And I believe that was on the main concourse. Yeah. that Level, on, the 100 down, level, down, right? Yeah, down on yeah. The,
1: the, the ground level.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, is,
1: if it's going to happen, I guess that's the best way for it to happen. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, it was really a nightmare for a lot of the people that went to SummerSlam. So, the part that I meant to get to yesterday on our terrible Tuesday, as we talked about this, I don't know why I overlooked it, because I guess we had a lot of stories, and you and I were going back and forth, but... I wanted to get to the social media comments that that people made about what happened Saturday at Allegiant Stadium. So uh, here's some of the comments. And you can tell me if you think that they're uh, they're good, they're bad, they're indifferent. Or if or, people should be or, banned for. Or, 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 <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Some of the comments after. I feel like oh we almost need the David Letterman uh, old school drum roll here. You know? But, uh, yes, uh, so here are some of the social media comments after people who attended uh, SummerSlam at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday. Hopefully, uh, this must be, obviously, a, a BYU fan, because we know that BYU and Arizona are going to play the next event there coming up uh, next weekend, yes, right? Yes, yes. They said, hopefully, they will have everything fixed before the BYU game. So, the BYU fans would, would would like that. Okay. Uh, another fan chimed in and said... Reminds me of the Sochi Olympics. Now, I know how closely you follow the Olympic Games. I do remember that Sochi had many problems within their stadium going back to the Sochi Games. And those were their winter Olympic Games going back, Mm -hmm. I guess, what? What, going, what, six years ago, eight years ago?
1: Probably, yeah, right around yeah. there or yeah. whatever. So.
2: Yeah, so they, they had some problems there. I just
1: remember they had a lot of dogs roaming throughout all the streets and that kind of stuff because they were talking about all the stray dogs in Sochi because mm-hmm. cause a bunch of Americans uh, actually adopted some of the dogs and brought them back over here.
2: Right, right. All right, so then uh, we get to, to kind of the, the low blow tactics here. Uh, sounds more like the Oakland Coliseum. Now, I think what they're referring to you there is— is the, uh, the the toilets, toilets backing up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that was a, a sewage festa uh, over there. Yeah, they well said so. that
1: sometimes after some of the games there, you, you you were advised to not shower until you got back to your hotel room. <laughs> right, right. Because the shower might make you dirtier.
2: I, I could tell you
1: from firsthand experience and going to many many
2: games at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, and then whatever it was named, uh, you know, much after that. Yeah, that's that's a major problem. Uh, that whole venue is, is is a mess. Why didn't they just call it the outhouse? Yeah, that, <laughs> appropriately named, too. And, again, not a great walk, too. And a lot of people will take the BART. I don't know if you're familiar with the Bay Area Rapid Transit system I, I've there. I've heard of it, Ned. Yeah, I have not experienced yeah, it. It's, it. And it's... Uh, so a walk from the parking lot uh, to the BART station, very interesting. You you, you take your life in your own hands. And, in some cases, are going through the parking lot there. You know, I heard in something that area. about
1: rats or something by the river yes, down there. Yeah, rats so, are yeah. down there.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not,
1: I've heard of that.
2: Yeah, it's it's really not a river. It's more like a, a canal. You know, it's, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's a river of right. backed up sewage. Right. <laughs> more comments. Sounds like a perfect home
1: for the Raiders. So, well, you I, knew some of them were going to get in. There. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. obviously, because cause let's face it, yeah. the Raiders might be the team in Las Vegas. It doesn't mean it's going to be everybody mm. from Las Vegas's team.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know if this came from a Bay Area fan or just a, a Raider hater. You can you can take the organization out of the Bay Area, but you can't take the Bay Area out of the organization.
1: That's a crappy thing to say. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> More comments from people who attended the Summer Slam at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday as well. They said, and I know you can relate to this one. You may have to actually translate this for me because you know I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Well, it is called the Death Star.
1: It always has a weakness or many. Well, yeah, and that's what, now, I am not a Star Wars fan myself, but I do know the movies in that because I grew up in that era, but no, the Death, and and I've heard some people complain, it's like, the Death Star was blowing up in Star Wars. It, It was where the enemies were, and it was blowing up, and they got basically just decimated with the exception of Darth Vader. He's the one that it, that escaped from it. So some people are like, why would you have your home stadium be the losing venue? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it does sound like a cool name, but if you want to overthink it and break it down from a success rate, it's really not set up to be that way because the Death Star was not. And again, where is the Death Star come, come in? And again, you know, with the Raiders, I mean, well, because they said it looks like it and it's black and it's ominous and it kind of looks like that Death Star type How thing. Is that a, oh,
2: you're right, though. How is that a compliment? Oh, let's, let's go to the Death Star. And again, it's not it's not positive at all. And I never understood the whole Raiders thing, you know, with the black hole. And again, I mean, I've been there, didn't live too far from there. I get that. And the fans are rabid. Okay, understand that. But to take that whole thing, the Raider... The patch over the eye it's more like the buccaneers you know what i mean it's like it's a pirate it's a pirate mate you know it's it's it, it's that how it got to these gloomy characters skull and bones all that stuff because they're evil I they're don't just get Win it.
1: baby they don't care about anybody else uh, they, they they thrive just win on just when baby the doesn't anti- say
2: death star and say
1: death. no but it says do say but it says do whatever you want and they're the anti social team and doesn't matter what you've done in the past just win on the gridiron and that's all that matter that's what they champion that's what they like and as far as the black hole it's not a bad name for a place where the sewage is backing up all the time <laughs> Well, I think Black Hole has
2: something to do with the record as well, too. I mean, come on. I mean, we go back the last 20 years, but what, two winning seasons? I mean, come on now. Hadn't been good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand the Death Star. And probably the number one response from someone that went (laughs) to SummerSlam Saturday night was, well, Allegiant just wants to replicate what passengers get. When they fly their airline. Wow. (laughs) I've never flown Allegiant Airlines. I I I haven't flown. Years and years ago. I haven't flown Spirit. I think I flew. What's the other one of those? I flew one time on a short flight to Sacramento. Frontier?
1: Frontier sounds like one of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But no, the reason why I never flown Allegiant because it sounds good in theory because they're cheap flights, but when you start diving into it, it's like, well, wait a minute. Um, you want to upgrade your seat? That's uh, 40 bucks. Oh, you want to bring a bag? That's additional 25 bucks. Want to bring another bag or check one in? That's another 30 bucks. And by the time you get done with your, your cheap ticket, it's just as much if you're flying Southwest or Delta.
1: Same thing. And, then, and 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 that 's even and and that 's even if you can 't find the nonstop and you might have to stop a place or two right, as well, right, which makes it triply more aggravating well,
2: and they do go to places like Stockton or they fly out of you know Modesto and some of these you know Fresno and places like that and uh and I know when I was living in Green Bay, a lot of people would take flights from Green Bay to Las Vegas. And they say, oh, it's the cheapest way to go. Straight but, through?
1: Yeah, straight through. Okay, so nonstop. However, so but,
2: but here's here. Were, this was my big red flag why I never did it. They didn't fly every day of the week. So you had to book a flight. Like, say, they only would fly, like, say, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So they, they would get
1: you there where, okay, you got to go out on a Saturday. You got you to gotta wait till like, Thursday before you come back. Boy, in Green Bay, if you get some bad weather. Right? The next one's not till Saturday. Sorry, this flight's been canceled. <laughs> right, right, right. So, You want to get there? Take the Death Star. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, So I don't know if this Death Star is going to get any legs here. I, I hope yeah. not. Does no, the Death no, Star again, even have legs?
1: In, in fa- no, it does not. Good. In fairness to Allegiant Stadium, from everything we've heard and read and been reported, this problem was not theirs. This was a thing that went on, like you well, mentioned, in other places. The cash
2: and register situation was not theirs. The well, toilets? No, oh was no, 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 no!
1: The the yeah. toilets is theirs. Yeah. The walking, Wi Fi, walking two miles to the building is yeah. theirs. Right. I mean, right. yes, there are problems, but the thing that people complained about the most, although backed up sewage would really bother me, but <laughs> you know, but, but um. But yeah, the thing with the concessions and all that, and kudos to the concession people for starting to hand it out. Now, like you mentioned, it was stuff that was going to be wasted because it was basically done. I don't think they, they prepared those. Yeah, yet. I don't think they were grilling up fresh hot dogs right. for the people that couldn't buy them. Yeah, how long were those hot dogs uh, sitting on that little rotisserie thing? There, I know yeah. one thing: you would not have taken the popcorn. I, I wouldn't. Have. <laughs> I
2: would or the hot dogs. exactly. I I am a fresh say, popcorn guy. You can you
1: pop me some fresh stuff? Yeah. Well, no, sir. You can't pay for it. Yeah? Uh, yeah? <laughs> well, whether I'm paying or it's free, I still want it fresh.
2: Absolutely. Just like it says on the big screen when you go to the movie theater, right? Visit our snack bar for hot, fresh, buttered popcorn with the emphasis on hot, fresh. Yes. Not stuff You this mean places city.
1: false advertise? <laughs> wow. They don't always deliver? Yeah. So you mean to tell me when you go into a fast food place... Sometimes the picture on the commercial isn't exactly what they're going to hand you.
2: I told you, for me, I mean the movie theater thing, I love going to the movies, and specifically for the popcorn. I'm a popcorn snob. I'm a fresh food snob. I'm a seat snob. All of the above. No question. But when they really lost me, when I stopped ever thinking about getting popcorn at a stadium, is when I told you when I would go into Lambeau Field— on a Friday, and I'd see them popping the popcorn on Friday morning, putting in the giant and bags, putting and it in it the, 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 the garbage yeah. bags, or you know the big bags, the clear bags. And what are you doing?
1: Is there an event tonight? No, it's for Sunday's game. Yeah, yeah, and and, and trust me, if you don't want to see that, do not hang around the concourse during <laughs> Vegas. Go to <laughs> the night's game, right. Where I used to broadcast from. Right. When you see the the the, the dolly with fifteen bags of popcorn on it, yeah. as they're taking it to every stand in the place. Yeah. yeah. So. However, right. in their defense, when they did pop it, it was fresh and hot. It's just not necessarily that way when they actually serve it to you. <laughs> right. This is true. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having
2: some of that you know, on, on Friday morning when they do that. But uh, the, the bags after bags after bags. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. All right. Steve Sachs is going to join us. Uh, That will always be fun with Steve Sachs. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk uh, Major League Baseball pennant races as well. Nick Bogdanovich will join us from William Hill next hour as we talk about betting the final preseason week. And we start looking at uh, the quarterback battles as well, too. It's a lot of NFL to hit on today as well. So glad to have you with us on this Wednesday. Now, more of your favorite personal sports physician. Don't make me beg, T.C. Martin. Of course,
1: you are a character. doesn't mean that you have character.
0: The doctor is now in.
2: There we go. All right. Special announcement. We have been pondering this idea and talking about it for a while and finally made the executive decision that Friday we're doing it. It is going to be the T.C. Martin Show, the music version, the song fest. Friday, we're foregoing sports pretty much, and you get to enjoy Your favorite songs, two hours, nonstop music, some of my favorite songs, Ballpark Frank's favorite songs, and the caveat here, our guests, our regular guests on this show, they get to chime in with their favorite song. That is what you're going to experience on Friday. So if you love the music,
1: must tune in. And the thing about it is, too, because I was going over some of this stuff last night, this isn't an easy thing to do. No, it's not. To, to, to narrow it down to songs that, because you said find songs that mean something to you, that have yep. a connection and this and that, that you also enjoy. Basically, you can listen to any time. I mean, it's, it's going to be very hard to narrow it down. But I will say, when you first started making that announcement, Nunchuck was excited, and then he got a little deflated. Mm -hmm. Because when you said, finally, we're doing it Friday, we're Mm going to do it, he thought we were doing a remote live from Speed Dial 3, and now he finds out it's just a (laughs) musical thing. So (laughs) (laughs) So, here's the thing. I kind of
2: created a little bit of a monster here, but but it's okay. So I sent out a text to a, a lot of our regular guests, and I said, okay, I don't know how well it's gonna go over if they want to participate or not. Well, in a resounding fashion, it was a yes with exclamation marks from everybody. They said, I'm in, I'm down. So now Num Chuck, you got a lot of work to do because we're fueling the requests, and we're gonna have our guest come in on Friday, actually via the phone, and they'll get to introduce the song. So it's not just our favorite songs like we, we had talked about. I thought I'd open it up to the guests. And, and and now it's it's wildfire, so yeah, it's going to be a full fledged music fest on Friday. Is it going international? Is it going across the pond? It, it
1: could be. I, I I haven't thrown that out to our overseas <laughs> crew yet, but I I could do that today. You no. Know, what is his favorite jam while he's down in his Bud Light yeah. watching American football and not the stuff that's popular there over there? Yeah. <laughs> so
2: again, and I I, w- I went through everybody. I went through our old school guys. Uh, again, basketball, football, baseball, you know, it's, so you're going to get a, a wide range. Could be a little eclectic. It will be very Just eclectic.
1: our choices could be eclectic. That's true, too. You tell. could be surprised here and there. All right. All
2: right, speaking of which... Our guest here, and I know he loves this song because we've talked about this song. I think that's why we're playing it right now. This
1: was supposed to be my senior class song, and the administration would not allow us to pick it. Why? Because Born to be Wild Because wrong? they thought it was a little bit too uh, too out there in that. So oh. we had to go with the second choice of the student body, which was the Long and Winding Road. And I love the Beatles, but compared to this, that was just a right. very depressing thing for my senior right. year.
2: I have a vision of Steve Sachs on his motorcycle in West Sacramento. Just letting the hair fly, and there it is, man, revving it up, a little Wolf, Saxy, what's going on, man? Well, what's
0: going on is there's no long hair, there's no motorcycle, <laughs> and I now live in Roseville. So, That's... there you go.
2: I was going old school nice. when the song was popular, man. Come on. You I know, had the motorcycle and no, long you hair. About the song.
0: <laughs> you guys want me to come up with the song, so what I've done is I've gone into my mental Rolodex of... Uh, <laughs> The past, you know, because the songs bring back memories and feelings yeah. and all those things. Yeah. I'm going deep here, uh, and one of the one of the things I have to do is go into my mental rolodex and actually look into the music rolodex of some of my favorites, such as, yes, you know, Barry Manilow, the DeFranco <laughs> family, oh, uh,
1: etc. The so, Partridge family, are they in there, too? I mean, wait, there it is. Wait, how, how do the cowshills get cut out of this? <laughs> the cowshills?
0: Yeah. They actually do a they, – they're actually the hosts of a, uh, uh, the music. Uh, you know, they, when they sell the music on late-night TV, I stay, up, I stay up at night sometimes when I'm up, and, and I watch those things over and over because I want to see what it's like back in the 60s. And, you know, you can hear Dusty Springfield, and yep. you can see uh, – you know, uh, you know, the Four Seasons and, and all them. And you could see them as they were in real time back then. And I love it. So I watched that stuff all the time. And the Cow Seals
2: were actually the host of, of the infomercial. That's right. That's right. Let's look at this. Hey, that that brings me back to the Midnight Special. I mean, come on. Remember the Midnight mm-hmm. Special? Wolfman Jack? Of there it course. is. Outstanding
0: stuff, yeah, right? And I also remember... Uh, uh, Don Cornelius and Soul Train.
2: Uh, well, that's that's my number one. You know me, man. I mean that that is it. That's that's number one for me. Uh, midnight Special, America Bandstand, Outstanding. So there it is. So so sexy. You're gonna have to uh, gonna keep, keep it on hold. You got a, a day or okay. two to to put one, and and Friday we're calling you, and then you're going to give us your go to song. Uh, from your past, okay. and you get to introduce it along with uh, a plethora of our other guests on Friday. So that's what we got to. Okay. And, again, and I'm crediting, partially crediting you for this because every time we have you on, you know, we do talk music. So I said Steve Sax has got to be one of, <laughs> one of the first that introduces a song on, on, on our Songfest show.
0: Well, let me tell you if I if I can uh, prep something for yes uh, is is that you know my, my website that I know that you're crazy about you're going to post on your website for everybody to go download yes uh, is, is called Sacks in the morning and we're off to a booming start uh, my first three long form guests because we have we have uh, we call them shorts that you listen to in the morning before work because there's inspirational quips in there that you can get to. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then every other Thursday, we have a long-form 40-minute guest. So my first guest was my brother to show the genesis of how the kind of the sax has got going. Yes. And then my second long-form guest, which already played, was Steve Garvey, the great Steve Garvey from the Dodgers. And my third guest, which comes into the music industry, because the byline of Sax in the Morning is sports, money, and life. And the life part of this is that my third guest is Mike Kowalski, 23 years as drummer of the beach boys and he was great so he is going to come on next thursday you'll be able to hear that
2: there it is next thursday sax in the morning get that wherever you get all of your podcasts download yeah. it listen to it sax in the morning we're always plugging that promo it fantastic stuff love it great thank out, you yeah out, it's going well, good outstanding mm-hmm. sax
1: in the morning featuring sax on the beach that day that's true <laughs>
2: that's it if you wish <laughs> oh, whatever it takes. All right, man. Uh, so, so listen, uh, yeah. My
0: favorite all-time song that that, that I know I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm I actually, it's a uh, it's it's my favorite song, but I'm not gonna go with it on Friday. Okay. But the song I don't know who the who the guy is, but the song "Feelings" because it shows you know my my deeper side. Remember the song "Feelings," right?
2: Of course, uh, "Feelings." That's yeah. You're talking about. Um, oh, why do I draw in a blank? Uh. Not Freddy Fender, but uh, the other guy. Uh, feelings, yeah. Yeah, no feelings. This is yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think this is the first yeah. time that Feelings has been played on the show, and there's been a DeFranco family reference on this show. <laughs> Probably the first and only time. <laughs> and last time. Yeah. Yeah,
0: see, there you go. Morris that, Albert.
2: That's right. When you hear that call.
0: Morris Albert. Feelings. There it is. <laughs> <More>. <laughs> That's right. See, you guys think of me when you hear this, this deep, deep-feeling song, right? That's what I'm
2: about. I'm thinking about this right now.
1: <laughs>
2: you're, yeah. kill, you're killing me, man. That's what he listens to poolside
1: when he wants to take a nap.
0: <laughs> I, just got, I just got off the uh, the pool bench. I was uh, laying in the backyard by the pools, you know, smoking my pipe, <laughs> and uh, realized I had to get back in here to the show, so I took a quick shower, and here I am. Right, bro, I'm low-key faded, bro.
2: There he is. Uh, (laughs) Only like Steve Sachs could do. Outstanding. See, it just (laughs) – You just never know when this guy is serious or not. I mean, he's coming. You know, like I said the, DeFran- <laughs> the DeFranco's and feelings. And- I know, yeah. and I know when you're out there smoking your <laughs> pipe uh, by your pool right. there, when you've got these seventies on seven, this is where you get these songs. Because again, we've talked yeah. about this before. You get these one-offs. It's like, yeah, we're jamming. We got some Earth Wind and Fire. We got the Commodores. You know, we've we've got some great stuff going there. We got some Leonard Skinner. And then, yes, you'll get something like uh, you. The theme from SWAT.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you will get? Yeah, you're getting those type of things. But look, I, I will, I will guarantee you, I'm all my radio is set because you know I'm MLB, I'm on MLB Network radio. So uh, on there is through Sirius Satellite, and they have uh, the 70s on seven, 60s on six, and I'm always on the 70s on seven. Uh, that's just where I roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Classic rock. Sometimes you get the late sixties, like Steppenwolf, Magic Carpet Ride, or Born to Be Wild, just great songs. And ZZ Top is always in there. Oh yeah.
1: Do, do you ever listen to any of those specialty things, like the the Springsteen Channel or something like that? Because I know you're talking '60s, '70s, '80s, all that stuff. But there's there's some acts that are so big that they just have their own channel and they play nothing but their music yeah. all day, every day.
0: Well, I'm a big. El- I like Elvis. I love the Beatles. They have their own channels. Uh, so I like those guys a lot, uh, but the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I, there's a good chance that my number one song. I could just give you a little hint. Yeah, my number one song is going to either be with the Rolling Stones or uh, with ZZ Top, possibly, possibly now Led Zeppelin.
2: Ooh, I can see that. I and mean, I, I can see that. All right, we're bringing back his childhood there. I, I get that. And for yeah. me, I'm, I'm with, you know, because I'm all about the Sirius XM as well, too. Of course, I've, I lock into the groove, XM50. That, that's kind of my go-to. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the 70s on 7 and, and everything you mentioned there. I can't get into the, the, the dedicated channel of the artist. It's too much for me. I, I, I don't okay. want I don't want too much of that. I don't want Springsteen all the time. I don't want these other artists all the I can't do it. Not all the time. If I want to do that, I'll go back and I'll lay by my pool and I'll smoke my peace pipe back there and just put on an old album. <laughs> I'll get out the vinyl and put out both sides of the best of the Eagles okay. or something like that. You know what I mean? You, you know, yeah. you can change you know, the channel. That's a good one. That's a, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, but I'm just not getting up. Yeah. See, that you got to get up to turn it over, and I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> I'm just going to let... I'm going to just put my faith in the channel director and let him play the best of the '70s. That's that's good enough for me. Right,
1: and and that's the difference between laying by the pool or in your car listening. Yes, and, uh, and well, yeah, we're already we're already getting You actually, you actually have some
0: civic responsi- responsibility when you're driving a car.
1: Yeah,
2: you,
0: yes. uh, you put true. people's lives at
2: risk. See, we're already get, we're already getting requests from listeners already. We got an Ambrosia request already. How much no. I feel? Okay. Am- how about that one? There's a '70s song. That's for a for good me. one. I like
0: that song. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Feel, how much I feel feel for you, baby? How much I, you know, I need your love. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I'm I'm good with ambrosia.
1: Nothing I about mean, really ambrosia. If somebody throws muskrat love in there, I oh, have to walk no. off the show. Oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> hey, you ever hear that? And in the background, you hear the muskrat going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So muskrat
2: love, uh, Captain and Tennille. Yes, correct. Right? There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, yes. my goodness gracious. Will there be a <laughs> Carpenter a sighting? Crap, <laughs> That's how I know.
0: Uh, you get a little uh, Midnight at the Oasis. Oh. Uh, Maria Mulder. Another, you know? Very nice.
2: Midnight at it's the Oasis. Go, it's going to take a lot of love by Nicolette Carson. Nicolette Larson. Oh, look. Here goes all the one-hit wonders now. Beautiful. Good stuff. As long as we're not doing the Starland vocal band in Afternoon no. Delight. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know how many hits they had. That was it. uh, I I, I doubt they had as many as Roger Whitaker. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All
0: right. Oh. There you go. Not, Roger Whitaker was awesome. Yeah, not, uh, the, the, About the ship in the harbor, yes. for old New England, she sails. Yeah, that, not, that, not to be confused
2: neat. with uh, Roger Troutman and Zap, okay? Not to be confused <laughs> That's so, right. There you go. That's right. So uh, this is Don't... not Friday, by the way. We've just spent the last uh, 12 and a half minutes talking music here. Are, are we talking baseball or do you wanna keep going music? I mean it's up to you, man. It's your cool. world right now. Well, whatever you want. We can talk baseball. I'm uh, as you I noticed you used the word
0: eclectic. So this is true. I'm kind of an, an eclecticized person, so I can talk about baseball too if you want. Yes. I used to do that by the way. I've
1: heard that. Yeah. yeah. He, he's trying to find out who the king oh. of the road in baseball is. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> oh, uh, that that would be uh, Roger uh, let's see, Roger King of the Road. Uh, what was his name? Roger Moore? No, no,
2: that was that, no, that, that, that was a, No, Roger, uh, here we go again Roger Miller Was it Roger Miller?
0: Roger Miller yeah, King, of the road. King of yep. the Road There you go Same Trailers program. for sale or rent <laughs> Rooms to lend 50 cents
2: I'll tell no you what food, I've never no, seen Ballpark Frank no smile so much This is beautiful
0: I
1: ain't got no cigarette, yeah. right? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks of driving around. My dad was driving us around as a family or something. Yeah, no, it. we never had an RV, but we, you know, had a car.
2: <laughs> You're killing me, downright killing me. There it is. All right, that's D. Hey, Sacks. Wanna... There he is Sacks in the morning, uh, Major League Baseball Network radio network XM eighty nine. What were we gonna say?
0: I was going to say, if you want to talk baseball, Paul Goldschmidt kind of went off today.
2: He did, he did, and, and we got softball going on right now with the Astros. Softball is going on. Oh, Steve oh you, Sachs. Got, you got extra innings? Yes, we do. We got yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, We had a grand slam by Whit Merrifield uh, that to put the Royals ahead, and then uh, and then the Astros came back to tie at five five, and we are in softball land. Ladies and gentlemen, as we said, We're in
0: softball mode. You put the runner at second base and, yes, yes. because everybody else is wiped out. They can't earn it. That would be too stressful on the person. Yes. So let's just throw them out there at second base and, and so because we wouldn't want the fans to stay too long now,
2: right? Oh, well, and, and we have the Cubs and the Rockies in a doubleheader today. You know what that means? That means high school baseball yeah, is means, in effect. Seven innings, right? That means that the
0: Cubs and Rockies are playing. That means 14 people are going to show up <laughs> exactly. and watch.
2: Exactly. All right, I do want to talk Astros with you, my friend, okay? and sure, here sure. I want to touch on, okay, Alex Bregman came back today. They're getting Urquidy back. He's close to coming back and in, in maybe getting back in that rotation. This is the healthiest this team has been. The A's have lost, what, eight of their last ten. They can't make it by any ground. The Astros really have not been that hot. But, uh, yeah, Bregman comes back today, uh, gets himself a, a, a big hit. And, uh, yeah, let's talk a little a little Houston Astros and uh, what yeah. is happening there in the AL, my friend.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? That's going to be uh, hotly contested all the way down. I, I, I do believe that. Astros are going to get healthier. Uh, this, this is the time of the year where pitching really does prevail. Uh, and whoever pitches best down, to, down the stretch is at this time is going to be the winner. I think the last three weeks obviously the most important time for that pitching to step forward. Uh, and the Astros are going to get go a little bit, uh, a little bit hotter in that regard. Uh, they haven't been that hot, but Oakland has been worse. I mean, Houston has lost six of 10. Oakland has lost eight of 10. And uh, frankly, the hottest team in that division right now is the Seattle Mariners. They find themselves just a game behind Oakland uh, in, obviously in the wild card and in the, in the divisional race, which I don't think is going to happen for Seattle, but you never know. Possibly a wild card burst for them if they can step over open.
2: You know, you're talking about pitching, um, the Astros announced uh, today that uh, Justin Verlander will not return this season. And we didn't think he would. But here's a guy, Steve, who's right. now 38 years old. He's a free agent at the end of this year. And I know that, that Dusty was hoping to get him back. But, you know, the likelihood, they, they're, they're not going to. That would have been fantastic. But then again, I mean, not pitching in two seasons. Uh, what do you think is the future of Justin Verlander?
0: Well, for, for anybody else, I, I would say that, you know, very unlikely. You don't know what his uh, effectiveness is going to be when he comes back, especially when you're talking about a guy that's, what, 38. Uh, that's going to be a hard thing to do. But but Justin Birdlander is, is kind of a one-off. He's different. If you're in a foxhole, that's the dude you want to be in there with. And uh, he's a bulldog. And uh, I, that's one thing I love about him the most is the guy went through times where people thought he was done. He had to... Reevaluate. He had to make some subtle changes, some tweaks, and he did. And uh, and now he's back to, to just dominating people. Then he gets hurt. So it, it's just another chapter uh, in his career that I think that he will overcome. And I think he's going to pitch again. Obviously not this year, but next year. I think I think you'll see a guy really hungry and ready to get at get after it. And I think he's going to be uh, who, who knows what he'll be, but I wouldn't count him out.
2: So. You know when you look at the Astros and we talk them getting healthy and you look at that lineup. For me there are three teams that are really scary offensively. You look at the Astros when they're healthy, you look at the Yankees and what they're doing right now, and then over the National mm-hmm. League it's the Dodgers. When you look at guys 1 through 7, I mean that's just Uh, all three of those teams have killer lineups. And I don't think a lot of of people really talk about that, especially when you're getting ready for the postseason, because most teams will have, okay, maybe two guys that you're really scared of, and you could pitch around probably uh, maybe four or five other guys in an average lineup. Talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. what that means, especially when you're a manager on the other side, you're a pitcher, and you have got to face these teams that when you go, say, you know one through six, one through seven, you're going, man, there's not an easy out there.
0: Right, and, and I think you might want to uh, put a, you know, a subtitle on, on Boston. Uh, they're, they're ones that, are, can, that are, can really swing the bat, too. The White Sox can really swing the bat, uh, and Atlanta can really swing the bat. They've got There's some teams in here now that can really swing it. Um, and I think the one you mentioned, the New York Yankees, with the addition of the two left-handed hitters in Gallo and Rizzo that they've added by the deadline. Now, Gallo, to me, is just another guy. Uh, like the other guys in that lineup, no disrespect to him, he can hit the ball a mile, hits a lot of home runs. He's also got a lot of swing and miss in his game. He strikes out a lot. He's just another uh, another long ball threat in that uh, lineup that you can pitch around, that you can pitch to. I mean, you can you can pitch around his success. But Anthony Rizzo, you can't. He's a different story. He can go. He can hit the ball out of the park. He's one of these guys. that's a combination uh, of a really good hitter. And, and a home run threat. He, he's both of those. Aaron Judge and LeMahieu are the best hitters on that team, at least right now anyway. is one of the best hitters in baseball and has been uh, his whole career. Doesn't get nearly the acclaim that he should. Uh, and Aaron Judge is a purposeful hitter at the plate. And Stanton is, 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 I don't think Stanton's as good a hitter as Judge, but he's close. And when those two guys are in the lineup at the same time, which they have been, if one of them clicks, they're probably going to win. If both of them clicks, you got no chance. They're both. They're going to win every one of those games. If pitching holds them under eight or nine runs, they're going to win. And that's where they find themselves. They find themselves getting really healthy. Uh, Severino's going to be coming back on the mound to help them. They've got really good pitching performances from a lot of these rookies, like uh, uh, Gill. Is, is, uh, is I guess you pronounce his name Gill. Mm-hmm. He's been outstanding for this team. Uh, and 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 wander. Uh, let's see, what was his name? The uh, the reliever that's come in for them that had to pick up. Actually, he had to pick up. Um, um, uh, what's his name? The the great reliever, the great left-handed reliever, um, Chapman. Yeah, he had to pick him up yesterday, and just was outstanding. I mean, when you can get guys to come out and pick up the other guys on the team, like we saw yesterday, it's just amazing. It, it, it's amazing how deep that uh, that Yankee team can, can go. And it's, everything's clutching for them right now. So uh, I'm talking about Wandy Peralta. Right, right, right. He, he did a great job for them. And it has been great. So the Yankees overall, I think, in the American League are, are probably the hottest team. And in the National League, I think the Giants have got their work cut out for them. I think the Dodgers might be able to take them. Two and a half games off the pace now from San Francisco.
1: Yep. You mentioned a lot of teams where the bats can uh, really come alive and do a lot, but when it comes to the playoffs, obviously you want to have great pitching and hitting. Not every team has that. When you're looking for success in the playoffs, do you look at teams that can rip the cover off the ball, or do you go by the oh, old yeah. adage of eventually pitching is going to shut them down in one of those series and you need the pitching more than the hitting?
0: Well, that's subjective because it depends on what kind of pitching you're talking about. I, you know, These guys are... These guys are human. They can't go out there and be on their A game every night. They're not going to go out there and feel great every day. Everybody's beat up by this time of the year, so pitchers have to go through the same, you know, uh, uh, the same toughness that, that the regular players do. And if they're not on their game, and, and the hitters, uh, you know, are in a, in a good stretch, they're in a, they're in a good uh, kind of a nice run. Those, those hitters will eat them up. So it just matters who pitches better all, I think, collectively on a team, down the stretch. And that's, that's usually who wins because you're right. The good pitching will generally beat the good hitting.
2: Well, Steve, the uh, softball game is over. Yes, the Astros uh, had the runner at second. Uh, base hit to right by Tucker. Runners at first and third. And then we've got a one-hopper back to the pitcher. And you know what happens there most of the time. Oh, goes off the pitcher's away. glove. Yeah, no, no, couldn't field it because we've seen too many pitchers that can't field their position anymore. Ball game over. Six five. Astros win in softball. But which leads me to why can't pitchers field their position anymore?
0: <laughs> well, some of them can. Some of them can. Oh, yes. you, know, you get yes. guys like Zach Greinke that's a really good fielder. Uh, some guys can, but you find it. You see this. That's why I say you threw it away. Is a lot of these guys uh, can't throw the ball home. You see the ground ball to first, they throw it away. Yeah. Their ground ball to short, they throw it away. Why is that? Because they never practiced it. There's there's no more fielding practice in baseball. They take ground balls in, in, in between pitches at batting practice. They do it in spring training. But they don't take field, a formal fielding practice anymore. And that's why it's a bit of a rare thing. It's like a deer in headlights. They have a ball to and they have to go home. A lot of times the ball's not making it there.
2: There it is. All right, Steve Sachs, he will be joining us on Friday. He's digging deep into his musical vault, a music aficionado. That's why we love him, for so many reasons. But, wow. yes, Friday. It. There it is, man. Sachs in All the right. morning. Check it out where you get your podcast. You can catch him on MLB Network Radio XM 89 as well. And, yes, the two-time World Series champ, the five-time All-Star, and the ten-time music aficionado of Roger Whitaker. There it is. <laughs> That's right. Take, That's right. Thank you guys. Roger Miller too. There. Miller, Whitaker, anyone's name's Roger, or Steve Saxon, the DeFranco family singing at a birthday party near you. There it
0: is. That's right. Anytime, any time. I and I got a good voice too. Oh sure.
2: We'll, we'll find we'll find that out on uh, on Friday. How's that?
1: <laughs> Wait, is okay. it a sing along now? <laughs> sure, why not?
2: Well, if you want to. We're making um, it up as we go. <laughs> so, does the DeFranco family, what's your favorite? There? Heartbeat is a love beat. Heartbeat is a love beat. Absolutely. Number one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's
0: a uh, that's right up there with the Partridge family. What'll really, tur- what really turn your senses is when you see the video, when they do that video. Heartbeat is a love beat. Yeah, and when we meet. To listen
2: to my <laughs> And don't forget the angel flights in there as well, too. They're all wearing the angel flights. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I
0: remember the angel flights. Those guys used to wear those angel flights that right under the nipple <laughs> the, the band was. And it looked like they were trying to smuggle a yo yo. Remember when they. Were- <laughs>
2: Well, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah.
1: Go go back
2: to the pool. We'll talk to you Friday, man.
1: I, <laughs> was, was one of the kids named Duncan with the yo <laughs> <yo-yo> reference there?
2: <laughs> Our number one in the books. I don't know how we could top that one. Headed had
1: it ups and downs. There you go.
2: <laughs>